And it wasn't until I shifted my mindset to one that focused less on the unachievable and more on small amounts of progress daily that my life started to positively change. I began to feel more successful, my confidence soared, and ultimately, I was just happier with life after each little win. Welcome to the Pave Your Paradise podcast. I'm Mandy Ross, international media personality, speaker, writer, life cheerleader, and coach. Each episode, I'll share a guest or an idea to help you blast through your limiting beliefs, nourish your soul, and connect with yourself to take your relationships, health, business, and life to a next level. We don't play small, we're meant for great things. We take our struggles and turn them into slam dunk successes. This is the place for you to create your best you so you can pave your personal path to paradise. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and for all of your podcast support. You guys rock. Every single day I read your reviews and I see your subscriptions, your shares, I see your podcast love all over social media and honestly it means the world to me. I love empowering y'all to create your dream lives and I feel honored for you to be spending your time here with me. I want to know which episodes you're tuning into and your meaningful takeaways. When you share them, it lets me know what I should create more of for you. Send me a snapshot on social media and tag Mandy J. Ross and Pave Your Paradise on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the places. So in other major podcast news... I shared that I launched my new Patreon page. It's up now and I'm ready to serve you even more through it. I have my first community of patrons and I'd love you to be in it too. There's lots of additional resources I'll be sharing on it. So please join the official Pave Your Paradise community where you'll be receiving tons of self-growth and self-love tips, techniques, and tools for your personal self-development toolbox. Connect with me in live group calls, sweat, soul and yoga sessions, private coaching, plus you'll be supporting this podcast you're listening to right now and me on my self-love mission. Please visit my new page up at patreon.com slash Mandy J. Ross. That's www.patreon.com slash M-A-N-D-Y-J-R-O-S-S. And now for today's episode, are y'all with me? I know you are, so let's do this. So guys, I'm so excited for today's topic as it's one I keep having you guys contact me and ask me about. So I'm delivering the goods today. It's also a topic that is really dear to my heart because it's around something I've really struggled with in my life and have been able to overcome. It seems like one that most people can relate to as well. So without further ado, today's episode is how to feel more confident, sexy, and charismatic because I know you have an inner rock star waiting to come out. So to begin, I'll guide you through my personal story from being a really unsure and unconfident person to becoming a confidence queen and here's the thing confidence is really just self-love 
And sexiness and charisma are byproducts of radiating that immense self-love out to the world. And who isn't attracted to someone who seems self-assured and who genuinely oozes self-love? I'm a big believer of always stepping to your own beat. Of all the traits a person can have, confidence is by far one of the most admirable and attractive. And while I may be a confident young woman today, this quality didn't come naturally to me growing up. When I was really young, I used to feel the need to receive validation from others to quiet my inner voice of self-doubt. In my teens, that voice grew louder until I finally reached a point where it was too much for me to bear. On the quest of trying to please others around me, I had allowed myself to get drowned out by the loudness. It was then that I made a decision to finally do my own thing and to release the pressure of trying to impress or please others. It certainly was not an overnight success, but with time, slowly I became more secure with who I was. The day I stopped caring what others thought about me was one of the most liberating times in my life. Fast forward a few years and today I'm an incredibly confident young woman. That inner voice does creep up every once in a while, but now when it does, I have to be my own cheerleader to turn it off. I have so much respect for others who are unapologetically authentic. I know you were all born with unique traits and they are what make you individually incredible beings. Marching to the beat of your own drum and delighting the world with your beautiful sound is really your birthright and your purpose. And that's why in today's episode, because I've gone through so much on my own journey at really stepping into who I am authentically, I really want to help you guys to achieve that, especially by the end of this podcast. My hope and my intention is that you can at least walk away feeling more confident, more sexy, more radiant, and of course, more charismatic. So one of the biggest things that has helped me to become more confident and it's a really huge element in creating an immense amount of self-love is positive self-talk. I am. I'm going to repeat those words again because they are so important. I am. These are two of the most important words you will ever speak. Positive self-talk is fundamental to your well-being, yet it can be so easy to go through an entire day without acknowledging yourself in a loving way. When was the last time you paid yourself a compliment? Focused on all of your amazing strengths, talents, and gifts that you have to offer. Or simply, how you wonderfully show up for yourself and others in your life. Being your own cheerleader is a key element to feeling happy. When you feel confident in yourself on the inside, you naturally radiate that confidence outwards and others feel it. You determine how people will treat you and it starts with loving and accepting yourself. You speak to yourself more than anyone else and your words have a really powerful impact. The way you speak to yourself ultimately dictates how someone else will perceive, receive, and believe in you. You are perfectly imperfect and you are enough. Start today by focusing on one amazing quality that you have to offer the world. Really appreciate it within and celebrate it. Guys, I can't tell you how much just this one tip can work wonders on your self-esteem. When you start to have positive self-talk, it will really start to shift things within yourself. So one of the biggest struggles I've had with self-confidence 
is when it comes to being confident in my decision making. Now, this is something I still struggle with today, but over time, I have been able to become more confident in my decisions. So I'd love to share the process of what that has looked like and how it is today. Letting go. It's one of literally the hardest lessons I've learned to date. As one of my favorite writers and philosophers, Rumi writes, life is a balance of holding on and letting go. And what you may struggle with is not in being aware that this concept is true, but in knowing when to let go. With so many decisions you're faced with in life, it can be a challenge to know when to pull the plug. Whether it's your relationships, work, situations that arise in life, or the thoughts you tell yourself, I've figured out a solution. When you tune in and connect with your inner self and strengthen that relationship, i.e. with positive self-talk and a few other things I'll mention in the podcast, the easier you'll find it to decipher the options at hand and whether they're in true alignment with you. When you do, you'll be able to navigate the best choice with much more grace and ease. While it's not always easy closing a door, and life continuously reminds me of that, this method has allowed me to feel more confidently in doing so and reassured that I'm making the right decision. The joy of removing that or who which no longer serves you is that you can create space for that or who will. If you wish to reach for something greater, you first must be willing to let go of what you are currently holding on to. Boom. That right there, my friends, that is a huge one. When you start to develop that inner confidence, you're going to find it a lot easier to go through life when it comes to being comfortable in the decisions that you make. It took me many years to get to that point because I had to develop that real confidence in trusting my gut and trusting my intuition. And that only came with time. But I'm giving you the inside scoop right now on how to build that inner muscle of confidence. Which leads me into another little nugget of wisdom on confidence building. It takes practice. Practice doesn't make perfect. That's not even existent. Practice makes progress. I'm going to say that again. Practice makes progress. And progress is what we all want to achieve. For so many years, I focused on perfection in my life. The perfect grades, the perfect weight, the perfect job, being the perfect daughter, friend, girlfriend. You name it, I would try to perfect it. different scenarios but same result every time I always ended up feeling drained unsuccessful and most importantly unhappy when I wouldn't achieve the impossible goal I had in my head and it wasn't until I shifted my mindset to one that focused less on the unachievable and more on small amounts of progress daily that my life started to positively change I began to feel more successful, my confidence soared, and ultimately, I was just happier with life after each little win. Perfectionism is a serial killer, and I know I've said this to you guys before, I truly mean it. It will suck your joy. It is a serial killer of happiness, and it's just a complete energy vampire. Every day, if you can focus on working towards your goals, soon enough, you'll be able to meet them. And more than likely, you'll be smiling rather than feeling drained and unhappy. So here's the thing, guys. Again, going back to your confidence muscle, 
Just like you build muscles at the gym, just like you fuel and feed them with nourishing things, confidence is the same thing. It grows over time. You have to keep feeding it in order to build it. Effort is the name of the game. How do you do this? How do you build your confidence muscle? You gotta work for it. It's not gonna happen overnight. You gotta put time and effort into building it. So what does that take? It takes effort. I'm just going to say that E word again because that's a huge one. And I'm going to say this also. Effort is really sexy, by the way. I've had this conversation recently. Effort is hella sexy. But effort is the name of the game, my friends. Whenever we set out to achieve something, i.e. in this case, building our confidence, we often begin with such an optimistic mindset. Over time, however, it can be easy to get discouraged. Whether it's a new business venture, an exercise routine, a relationship, diet, or lifestyle change, we may see someone else's success and play the comparison game. What we often don't see is the amount of time, energy, and sacrifices that went into that person's journey leading up to their happily ever after. And here's another thing about confidence. You do not get more confidence. In fact, it's impossible to be more confident when you're focused on everyone else but yourself. When you're playing the grass is greener or the jealousy game, you're not going to find it easy whatsoever to be more confident in yourself. When you focus your attention on someone else, you're taking it away from yourself. And when you take it away from yourself, then there's no way you can be building confidence. And you're feeding someone else, not yourself. And as I said, in order to build your confidence muscle, you need to positively feed it with self-love. What we really should be doing in those times when we're feeling a lack of progress is to turn within and ask what we can change right now in order to get the future results we want. When I shifted my attitude to focus on growth more than goals in my life, it improved dramatically. I realized that my ultimate goal is my personal growth. We all have to start somewhere and your day one should never be compared to someone else's day two, six, or 12 year plus overnight quote unquote success. I am definitely far from perfect, but I'm never going to improve unless I keep practicing and pushing myself to keep going. And when I shifted my mindset to that, it became a lot easier for me to also feel joy for other people. I stopped comparing myself to others around me and I stopped comparing my level to others who had usually spent years of their life trying to accomplish something. And instead of looking at it as a comparison game, I actually looked at it as something inspiring and motivating. And I don't care to be the next anyone. I care to be the best version of Mandy. And that's a really big and amazing affirmation that has helped me to stay focused on what I'm doing. And rather than look to others to get down on myself or down on my progress, I actually look to them to go, hey, if they can do it, I can do it too. If they were able to accomplish what seems like the impossible, then I have everything within myself to do the same. A big part of this growing your confidence and feeling sexier and more charismatic is knowing your why. And what I mean by your why is figuring out why you want 
to feel more confident? I know it might sound like a silly question, but it's really important to know why you want to feel or accomplish something in order for you to keep going with it. If you're building something in your life, when things get tough, when you're put in situations where you feel awkward or you feel low on yourself or you get into that negative Nelly state of mind, it's really important to commit to a why because that will allow you to keep going especially during those downtimes. So an example of this might be maybe you've been working on your self-confidence for a while and you're feeling pretty good but you know you still have a little bit of ways to go. That's totally normal and cool. We all have days when we feel insecure and something happens to you where something triggers you to go back to that insecure, unsure and lacking confidence state and in those times you need to be able to remind yourself hey I'm on a journey and a process of becoming more confident I am literally a work in progress the reason why it's so important for me to realize this is and then you have to have something there maybe for someone out there their reason could be that they want to be a role model for other people in their world and they want to be confident so that other people can also feel confident when they're around them and they can be that mirror for those in their life for someone else maybe their confidence will allow them to do things that they never thought imaginable maybe it'll give them that upper edge to be able to do something they love. I have a a friend who's an actress and I remember reading on her social media something about the fact that she had major anxiety when she would go to perform. And here's the irony. She loved the act of acting. She absolutely adored performing, but when it came to actually having to perform in front of others, she developed this major, major anxiety and it stemmed from this fear of her having to do this in front of others. So she literally had to train herself and in a way, not fake it till she made it, but force herself into getting into that really confident state of mind. And over time, she actually just started feeling more confident in her abilities where she didn't have to pretend. She just got up, she performed, and the anxiety was gone. She didn't have to feel so anxious and so scared and so stressed out about performing because she literally just believed in herself at that point. So it just goes to show the more you build it, the more it's going to come more easily to you. All right, guys, this next tip is something that has definitely helped me to feel more confidently. And as you know, Pave Your Paradise is all about creating inner joy, inner happiness, working on yourself and establishing a major amount of self-love, which in then can help you to become more confident in everything that you do. But here's the thing. I always stress who you surround yourself with is so important to your progress. It's impossible to grow and move ahead if you are in a toxic environment or surrounding yourself with toxic people. So 
Here's the tip for you. Your community matters so much. When you surround yourself with cheerleaders or, for example, you hire a coach who exudes confidence and helps you to build on your confidence or when you hang out with really confident people and they exude the confidence around you, you are going to feel that much better about stepping into your own skin and being confident as well. I can't tell you the number of times when I am around someone who just exudes confidence and rather than feeling intimidated, it actually makes me want to step up and step into my confident role in this world. It empowers me, it motivates me, it inspires me and reminds me that I too am a confident young woman and I am able to be completely comfortable and confident in my abilities. So it really does take a community and just a few questions for you guys to ask yourselves when you're dealing with something heavy do you tend to open up to others or do you tend to keep it to yourself that's a really important question are you holding back are you holding back are you not allowing yourself to fully expose yourself to others out of fear From someone who's gone from one extreme of completely shutting myself off to being extremely open, I can completely understand both ends of that spectrum. I had a period in my life not too long ago where I opened up to a lot of you actually out there on social media about what I had been dealing with and I'd never done that. I actually had never exposed myself. I'd never been able to be that vulnerable with some of the things and issues and situations I had dealt with in my life. I also remember this immense amount of weight, like this feeling of weight dropping off of me when I allowed myself to open up. And I remember I was just in such a loving, grateful state because I finally had found people, you guys online, as well as people in my own personal life, who were so loving and supportive and it allowed me to open up about some of the struggles I'd had with disordered eating and body image issues when I was younger, my anxiety and having ADHD and it was really challenging for me to do that but I had to be honest with myself and the next step for me in the process of healing was to be able to open up to those closest to me. And then on top of that, being able to share it with the public because that really left me no room for not owning up to my shadow. And I'll tell you something, I had so much shame, so much embarrassment and so many feelings of failure that I experienced and when I was able to finally open up about what was plaguing me, I literally, as I said, had that weight lifted off of me and it was as if I, for the first time, felt confident because I didn't have this weight on me of shame and embarrassment and failure. Here's the thing, guys. I'm not saying go out and shout from the rooftops about everything you've been through. What I'm saying is it's really important to have people around you who you can be yourself with and who you can open up to. And if you don't have those people right now in your life, that is okay. You can start attracting the right people into your life who will support you. 
the thing is you have to be willing to let go of the relationships and the people in your life who are toxic for you and I know that's not easy but it starts with just taking small actions every day and the more you are able to open and expose yourself to others slowly and slowly over time you're going to start to feel more comfortable doing that and Here's the irony. The irony is that when you're in the midst of personal turmoil, you usually don't want to tell anyone because you're frustrated with yourself for not being who you think others want you to be. But when you learn to open up to those who are closest to you, who you trust and who genuinely love you, and you are able to share what you've gone through, that's when the real healing can begin. That's when you have real, genuine, strong, high quality connections in your life. That's when you can have that. And that also allows you to shine your brightest. Now there is one, there's probably more than one, but there's one big exception to this rule of others in your world and how they can affect your confidence. On one hand, I just spoke about the fact that it's really important to have that supportive community of cheerleaders in your life. But here's the thing, and this is where this can take a bit of a dangerous turn. You know I love giving you guys the straight up truth juice, and this includes what may trip you up in the process. So I'm only speaking from the heart here, and I'm drawing from what I've learned. But there is one thing I want to to speak on because I think it's really important to know also what to avoid to build confidence. So one issue that sometimes comes up when you're trying to build your confidence is you will turn to external such as people in your life to artificially or falsely help to build your confidence. When others are the only people who are feeding that confidence muscle, it's not going to work in the long run for you because you have gotten so much external validation, but you haven't truly done the work yourself to really build that actual personal confidence within. And so what happens in these scenarios is that you will vest all of your self-esteem in one other person or some other people and as soon as something happens where maybe things go astray or maybe they leave or whatever the case may be because you've invested invested all of your self-confidence in other people that are outside of yourself when they leave your confidence leaves as well so here's the thing I'm going to focus on intimate relationships as far as being with a partner because I think so often in life we tend to give way too much validation and credit to our most intimate relationships to give us or create that personal self-esteem and it's a really unhealthy road to take because again if that relationship doesn't work out or things are bad between you and your partner then you're left feeling less than and that's also not a healthy relationship to be in when you're codependent on someone else for them to make you feel confident. Here's the two cents from my end on what I've learned over the years in relationships in regards to confidence. Some words of wisdom for you guys. If you're searching for the one person who's going to change your life, take a look in the mirror. I'm going to say that again. If you're searching for the one person who will change your life, take a look in the mirror. That's a beautiful quote. And you can take that literally or figuratively. In this case, both. Quite often, and especially when you're feeling low about yourself, it can be really easy to direct your attention to external entities that bring you satisfaction and happiness. 
The trouble lies in attaching your joy or your confidence to things or people who are outside of yourself as your ultimate happiness stems from a place within. You guys know how I feel about that on Baby Paradise. Here's the thing, and this is coming from a personal journey. When I ended a long-term relationship, I quickly was slapped with the realization that the healing process had only just begun. Through a long period of self-work and development, taking the appropriate and necessary time and steps to heal any emotional baggage and ties, including codependency of confidence, I had attached to that relationship and focusing on being the best version of me, I was slowly able to feel whole again. What I learned through the process is that when I had been searching for quote unquote the one, I was really just trying to find myself all along and that involved also trying to build my own self-esteem. That revelation for me allowed me to move forward and no longer feel the need to have a void filled by another person. When we walk around wounded or unfulfilled, we ultimately attract individuals who are vibrating at a similar low frequency. When we take the time to work on being the best version of ourselves, only then can we attract others who are in absolute alignment with our best state of being. The most important relationship you'll ever be in is the relationship you have with yourself. When you make that the focus, you'll begin to manifest positive individuals in your life. I've seen it, I felt it, I believe it, and I know it to be true because it has happened in my life time and time again. Whenever I've turned outward for something that is a void within, it never, ever works out well. Ever. <laughs> and I don't mean to sound harsh or stress that enough, but it's true. Whenever I, f- I redirect my attention and energy on filling something up within, I can then overpour myself out to the world and this is completely resonant with self-esteem and confidence and sexiness and charismaticness because when you are radiating from a place within that is so overfilling with love appreciation respect trust with yourself that's when you can step into the world full and whole and healed and be able to give yourself fully to someone else and simultaneously you won't be attracting someone who is just going to try to fill that void for you hurt people hurt people and unhealed people attract unhealed people and guys healing is a work in progress always growth is a work in progress always progression is a work in progress always but if we are constantly working on ourselves we're going to attract people who are also on that same positive personal journey of self-progression and that's everything that is who you want to attract if you're walking around down on yourself feeling low feeling unfulfilled feeling this really low vibe of not feeling enough you are going to attract someone of that same low vibration. And I don't care if you're a science background or a spiritual background. We're all energy beings and you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. You don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. I said that twice and I slowed it down for you guys because that is one of the greatest lessons I've learned to date. And no pun intended. (laughs) In the game of dating, we'll we'll do another podcast on that. (laughs) But it's true, guys. You attract what you are. So if you're vibing 
on the energy of working on yourself constantly, that's the kind of person or that those are the kind of people you're going to attract into your life. So I'm not going to sit here and say there's any real easy overnight way to build uber confidence, but I will say there's some hacks that I can share with you guys. And one of them is probably one of the easiest ways for me to have built confidence, and that is starting with my physical body. One of the reasons why the physical body can be a huge confidence booster is because you can see tangible results and you can work your way through the emotional and mental states, which is a natural occurrence when you work on your physical body. And I'm not saying you need to go and spend hours at the gym or obsess about the way you look. What I'm saying is when you treat your body with love, i.e. feeding it well, working out, doing things that really are nourishing nourishing your physical body, you naturally start to emotionally and mentally change your state of being. I've said this before in the podcast and I will continue to say it. Physical activity literally changes your state of being just by virtue of you moving around. Again, it doesn't have to mean you going and lifting weights at the gym, although I will have to say that can be very addictive and it feels so good. But for everybody to each your own, right? If dancing is your thing, and it's one of mine as well, go and dance and get yourself into a higher vibration just by moving your body. And I will add, doing physical activity to a sound that uplifts you and a type of music that is really uplifting for your personality is going to really help the process. If you want to go for walks and put a podcast on like mine, no bias of course, seriously though, when you use music and physical activity together to elevate your state, you are going to naturally have serotonin, those feel-good hormones coursing through your body and you're going to feel better. And here's the best part, when you start to change your mental and emotional states whilst you're changing your physical body, it's inevitable you're probably going to drop a few pounds. You're probably going to be looking better because you're sweating and you're releasing those feel-good hormones and your skin's going to be more glowy. And honestly, you're going to see some physical results probably sooner than you're going to experience those deep-rooted self-esteem issues changing. It all works in synergy. So when you're treating your body well, it's ultimately going to affect your mental and emotional states as well. Personal story time. There was a time when I was really feeling in a rut, not too long ago actually. And it was this this space where my energy was low, I was feeling really frustrated, like I'd lost a bit of my sense of purpose. And during that time, I was invited to look at a nutrition program. Even though I'm already healthy, I never realized that just by making a simple shift in the way I was eating, it would make a huge difference in my life and the way I was feeling. As I talked about this with you guys today, in this very moment, I honestly can't believe how much my energies increased. My frustration and stress of not making progress has turned into optimism. And for the first time in a while, I actually feel like I have a specific and focused purpose again. When I did that, when I shifted my nutrition and the way I was eating, I really didn't think it would have that much of an impact because I'm already healthy. But guys, even for someone like myself or like some of you out there listening, 
Even just a simple shift in what you're eating, the foods you're putting into your body can make a huge difference in your overall well-being and that can have a positive impact on your confidence. I can assure you that by just doing this nutritional program, it made a huge difference in my energy levels. It made a huge difference in my body composition, the workouts I was doing. I was finally seeing a progress in um, the way that I looked, but I was also making progress in the way that I felt because I like to measure that as well. And even though it's not as tangible as my physical body measurements, I can literally at this point measure my happiness levels. I know when I'm feeling hella good and I know when I'm feeling hella really good and it really did take me to that next level. So just something to keep in mind when you guys want to start tapping into getting to the root cause of why you're feeling insecure, why you're feeling unsure of yourself, simple changes daily even in just the way you're treating your body can make a big difference in the long run in your overall mental, emotional, and physical well-being and confidence levels. All right, my last tip for you guys in this episode on confidence, feeling sexier and charismatic is body language. Body language, body language, body language. It's actually one of my favorite topics and I find it fascinating. I can't tell you how much body language as a whole works in building confidence. And as someone who loves studying body language, I can personally say, having educated myself, but also through being on this planet and socializing for many years, although I'm not aging myself, (laughs) I am a confidence detector at this point. I can tell you right away whether someone is truly confident in themselves just by the way they carry themselves. And if I happen to strike up a conversation or connection with them and we're communicating, I can tell automatically by the way their body quote-unquote operates in front of me whether they are truly confident or if there's something else going on so because of this I just want you guys to know that the way you carry yourself can scream confidence it can but you need to be able to know what to do with your body and how to use it to your advantage to boost your self-esteem. So, of course, I'm going to share with you guys some tidbits on how you can do this at home. So here are five psychologically-based exercises to boost your self-confidence. The main focus here is doing what they call power poses. Now, Amy Cuddy has a TED Talk out there called Your Body Language Shapes Who You Are. And honestly, I think it's a must watch for everyone. She is a social psychologist and professor at Harvard Business School. She reveals that your body language can change how you perceive yourself. You literally can trick yourself into feeling more confident by using your body. She conducted a study where subjects were asked to stand in high and low power poses. Their levels of testosterone and cortisol, hormones that influence confidence and stress levels, were measured before and after they did so. Here's the crazy thing, guys. The group that assumed high power poses saw a 20% increase in testosterone and a 25% decrease in cortisol after standing in their pose for just two minutes. That's it. That means that your body language can literally hack your brain. So, as I promised, here are five power poses to try out next time you need a confidence boost. Number one, 
Lean back in your chair with your feet up on a table, hands folded behind your head. Number two, stand up and lean over slightly with both hands resting on a table surface. Number three, stand with your legs apart and hands on your hips. Number four, lean back in your chair with one ankle crossed over your other knee, hands folded behind your head. And number five, lean back in your chair with your legs apart and drape your arm over your chest or rest next to you. Now, number three there, stand with your legs apart and hands on your hips. This one, guys, for me, has worked wonders. And I want to say that word again, as in Wonder Woman. That's literally the Wonder Woman or Superman pose. Whatever you, whatever, whoever you are listening out there, whatever sex you are, let one work for you. But when I have done this, and I strategically use this now, if I have to give a talk, if I have to coach someone, if I have to be in a setting where I'm going to be socializing with a lot of people and I need to feel hella confident, I will literally, before I go out or before I leave or whatever the case may be, I will stand in this Wonder Woman pose with my hands on my hips and having my legs apart in this really confident manner. And I'm not joking, guys. I feel like, forget a million dollars, I feel like I could literally take on the world. It's crazy how confident I feel after doing this pose. So all the other ones are great too. And as I was reading them, I can actually picture people who I know in my life who have these signature poses. And let me tell you, they all are very confident people. It's not brain science, but it definitely can help you hack into that little inner rock star I know you have within you. Start by doing the Wonder Woman or Superman pose. Just two minutes before you have to do something. If you have to have a really difficult conversation, I find this one works really well too. Sometimes, (laughs) okay, now I'm really giving you hacks. Sometimes when I'm actually within a conversation, and I really want to appear confident, I actually will pull this pose out, and I'll have this Wonder Woman pose in front of someone, and I swear, guys, (laughs) It's so funny for me to be thinking about this, but I swear I feel more confident and because I'm exuding confidence, the other person is like, whoa, I need to listen to her. (laughs) It's really interesting and amazing how these body language cues work. So next time you're needing to get that little boost, try one of these because I swear you will feel more confidently and that is my absolute wish and hope and intention for you. So I know we've gone over so much during this episode and hopefully at this point you're feeling more confident, more sexy, and more charismatic and you're ready to rock your own beat moving forward. So just to reiterate, what are the episode takeaways? Well, we've gone over the power of positive self-talk, how practice, (laughs) practice makes perfect, challenging your inner critic and getting over perfectionism, taking risks and letting go, having a crew of cheerleaders to absolutely push you to your next level, taking care of yourself physically, emotionally, and mentally, not waiting for or relying on external validation in people or other things, and paying attention to your body language and using it to your absolute Wonder Woman or Superman advantage. So that brings me to this week's self-love soul work because I don't do homework and I'm certainly not your instructor who's going to be checking. So (laughs) for this week's soul work, I want you guys to smile. 
Yes, you heard me correctly. Smiling is a powerful mode of communication and it is an absolute confidence builder. By forcing yourself to smile, you'll actually begin to feel positive emotions that'll boost your confidence. Reason being, when you make yourself smile, you stimulate the same area of the brain that's active when you're smiling naturally. So it kind of is that fake it till you make it. Smile till you actually naturally feel like you should be smiling. You are essentially commanding your brain to start feeling more positive emotions. And when you smile at another person, the physical action releases endorphins in your brain. Endorphins are called nature's happy drug, as I mentioned before with the physical activity. They make you feel happy and raise your self-esteem. And when you smile, you feel and act in a more personable way to everyone around you and you exude a feeling of positive attitude. Y'all know how I feel about being happy and y'all know how I feel about projecting positivity onto other people. Happiness is a drug and it is infectious. So when you are smiling, you are not only going to naturally feel happier and more confident in yourself and your abilities, but you're going to be projecting that beautiful confidence onto somebody else. So that is your soul work for this week, guys. Once again, I just want to remind you that confidence and feeling sexy and charismatic has not always come naturally to me. I have struggled for many years with a lack of confidence confidence. But over time, I have been able to develop a really strong confidence muscle within that I can now and I'm happy to share with you guys and everyone who I meet. And if I can do it, you can as well. It is not brain science. It just takes practice. It takes commitment and it takes an immense amount of self-love. I have shared so many tips and tidbits with you guys and I'm going to continue that over on my Patreon as well. So check it out. Make sure that you keep smiling as your soul work this week. Thanks so much for joining me. If there's anyone you know who you think could benefit from hearing today's episode, it would mean the world if you'd share it with them. If you love what you heard, then please subscribe to the channel. If you really love what you heard, then please leave a review with your honest and loving thoughts. This podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. Only if you feel called to, please visit my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Mandy Ross and help to support my podcast that helps me to keep it going strong, bringing on amazing expert guests for you, and continuing the ripple effect of spreading goodness and love in the world. I appreciate you, your time, and your energy, and I love hearing from you, so please drop me a line on social media. As always, I'm sending you all so much love and light and wishing you a fabulous day. You fierce, fearless, badass rock star. I know y'all have it in you, so it's time to unleash it. Mwah! Thanks so much for joining me. If there's anyone you know who you think could benefit from hearing today's episode, it would mean the world if you'd share it with them. Love what you heard? Then please subscribe. If you really love what you heard, then please leave a review with your honest and loving thoughts. This podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. If you feel called to, please make contributions to my podcast fund that helps me to keep it going strong, bringing on amazing guests for you, and to continue the ripple effect of spreading goodness in the world. 
I appreciate you, your time, and your energy, and I love hearing from you. So drop me a line on social media. As always, I'm wishing you a positive day and your own piece of paradise. Until next time, sending you love and light and keep shining.